one in digital slider four or five i don't know which one it is i'll look into it yeah we're doing a special episode because the other people just wouldn't understand (laughs) only jasmine and i can do this because everyone else would ruin it which is (laughs) movie reviews Hi, I'm Torin Quinn, and I hate movies. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of don't talk about movies that much. Yeah, like, I was like, Tori, have you seen Planet of the Apes? And she's like, no. Have you seen Je- Dunstan Checkson? No. Have you seen George of the Jungle? No. Tarzan? No. Yeah, this- they've said a no to a lot of movies we've mentioned. Yeah, they don't really watch movies. That's weird. That's really weird. I agree. They watch The Office over and over again. <laughs> That's the only thing they really watch. And maybe they'll like every month, except for one month, they'll watch The Office. And then during that one month, they'll rewatch Parks and Rec. I love that show, Parks and Rec. I, I like it too. Except for, I don't know. Leslie, it's, nope. It, no. Um,. I don't know if there's any characters I don't like. Um, I think my favorite character is John Ralphio. (laughs) (laughs) Jello shot. Jello shot. (laughs) (laughs) The guy that plays him, Ben Swartz. Oh, man, that guy's hilarious. I follow him on Twitter. Oh, yeah? Is he a Lost Riot? Yeah, mm. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of college humor stuff, too. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, cool. I need to check out yeah. more of that. Yeah. Well, the movie we are here to talk about is UHF and being John Malkovich. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a movie? So I sent Jasmine these movies because she kept on being like... I was like... No, I was more like, Jasmine, you gotta see these movies. And she's like, I'll put them on my list. <laughs> And then years passed, and I'm still, it's brought up once in a while, because these are two of my favorite movies, and I was like, oh, have you seen UHF yet? And she's like, no, what is that? (laughs) And I have to explain it every time that Weird Al's in it, and it's one of my favorite movies, and she's like, oh... Um, I it, it was hard getting those because I had to look up Region Two, mm. make sure they were gonna work on their DVD player. Is that really what happens every single time yeah. you brought that up? I forgot what? instantly. <laughs> <laughs> when I brought it up originally, that's why I was asking, like, which region I needed to get. No, I mean about the movies. Have you watched it yet? And years go by, and I just forget. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, what UHF? you just, yeah, what you just said. I've re- has that really gone on? Where I bring it up? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. I'm, I don't I'm make a, enough of us enough of us think about it. Where I'm like, oh, you gotta see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what movie do you want to start with? Ooh. I think we should start off with UHF. I was actually, when I think about it now, I'm really glad that I watched UHF first because the other one, 
God, that was a mind fuck. Yeah, let's stick with the HF. Yeah. So, so what was your overall feeling? Did you like it? I thought it was amazing. It was yeah. <laughs> it was way way. I mean, I knew it was gonna be funny, but it was way exceeded beyond my hopes and dreams. There's a, like a lot of movie parodies in there. Yeah, there is. So, so that helps too, like being a movie person mm-hmm. and seeing that Rambo and Indiana Jones. Yeah, and. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Guess that's Wheel it. of Fortune. <laughs> hey, yeah. And Ga- Gandhi. Yep. Gandhi. Mm-hmm. And I think that was like a Casablanca scene. Like a short little scene where it's like in black and white. And they're like talking very seriously. Yeah. Because he goes off in his little daydreams. Yeah. Yeah. Well, UHF starts as, um, George, George Newman, Will, George Newman, mm-hmm. um, he's daydreaming while working his crappy job, and then they get fired by Big Edna. Oh, Big um, Edna. Yeah, Big Edna didn't say much during the film, nope. but really... Everything is because of her happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he then moves on. He his uncle or someone is like died, and he's inheriting their little UHF station, which is I don't think they have UHF stations anymore. But it was like a station, like a think of like an indie station yeah where you could just have like it was like normal people or poor people could have more of a chance i guess (laughs) yeah public access Mm -hmm. well like one of those uh radio stations that you see in movies that are like in the middle of the desert it's always in the middle of a desert like yeah. this one. <laughs> and they <laughs> and they broadcast and not many people know about it, but there are a few who kind of listen along each week. Right. Or whatever. Right. So what what's some of your favorite parts? Ooh. <laughs> to start off with, at the very beginning when they're doing the Indiana Jones bit. I mm-hmm. thought it was so... I laughed so hard. When the tour guide randomly dies from a train. <laughs> it just... He goes... Oh, yeah. I kind of remember that. <laughs> he just goes... He, he goes out because he's, like, freaking out. He, he doesn't want to go any further into the cave. And he's like, see you, guy. And then he goes... Oh, yeah. <laughs> And you hear a terrain, that, and he gets the, knocked down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that now. And like Weird Al's just like, all right, yeah. And then he goes goes ahead. Um, yeah. Ooh, this <laughs> this spatula store. That one, yeah, that one was good too. <laughs> spatula City. Spatula uh, City. Yeah, that whole commercial was like. So 
random <laughs> in a movie that's already random. And it's spatula sit where it's just like this K- Kmart or just like this grocery store, but I only sell different kinds of spatulas. Yep. And they're really just like all the same except for different colors and sizes. <laughs> and like it starts with like this family, mm-hmm. just this like suburban family, and they're like, we need a spatula. Hetty, where's the spatula? Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they like jump in the car. And go to Spatula City, Spatula City. <laughs> buy, buy nine, get one for just one penny. And then nothing says I love you like the gift of a spatula. <laughs> and it was like a parody of a ring commercial. Yeah. Engagement ring commercial. It was just crazy. Like, how did that even, like, who came up with that? Weird out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, he wasn't, he couldn't have been the only writer. No, I think there was a couple more. Yeah, that is Weird Al for you. (laughs) There's a lot of like Weird Al stuff where I'm like, if I ever came up with that and I was like in a writer's room, everyone would be like, that could never work. And then I'd be like, yeah, you're right. Somehow Weird Al can do it. Yeah. He can make it work. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) There was, was there another commercial? Yeah, Plot Saras. Oh, the funeral home one? Yeah, and then it pans over this uh, graveyard, and you see random body limbs up in the ground. (laughs) Like like zombie? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, Yeah, just hanging hanging above ground. Uh, What I didn't actually expect whatsoever... Was that Dire Straits video parody? Oh, yeah. Money for nothing. Yep. They got the guy, like, I guess Weird Al, like, asked Dire Straits' main guy slash guitarist. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I want to do a parody of your song. And he's like, okay, but I'm playing guitar on it. So that's actually him. The Dire Straits guy's playing guitar on that song. Yeah, I thought I did recognize him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think he was in the movie. Oh, was he not? That was Weird Al in the movie, like, kind of, like, dressed up as him, I think. Oh, no, I knew, yeah, I knew he was doing that, but I thought that was the guitarist, because you saw a guy with a ponytail, and again, I'm... Oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Blonde ponytail. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I don't know. Huh. I forgot about that. Yeah, that Dire straight Beverly Hills Billies. <laughs> yes. Just, it was hilarious. Yeah, oh God, it was so good. <laughs> I think that was like the introduction for me to that Dire Straits song. Was because it? Because I that might have like when I first saw UHF that I think that was the first time I ever heard that guitar riff, and I was like, "Whoa, that's an awesome guitar riff!" Yeah. And then I looked into the original song. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw this when I was a kid, so yeah. So, and I'm not a huge Dire Straits fan, but that guitar riff is real good. Mm, I my love mom that likes riff. That she likes it a lot. Yeah. Um, what about Raoul's pet? Uh, what was it? Pet show? Uh, Wild Kingdom? Is, Raoul's Wild Kingdom? Is that the one who's like, no badgers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
He's like, did you know if you, turtles can stick on ceilings? And oh, he like yeah. licks the bottom of it. Yeah. And they like sticks to the ceiling. <laughs> and then just lick it here. Then he just throws it up to the ceiling. Yeah. And then he ordered like like a shipment came in of all these badgers. And he's like. We don't need no stinking badgers. <laughs> and as a kid, I thought that was that was like one of the funniest things I had ever seen. <laughs> just this, just this guy yelling, "We don't need any stinking badgers." <laughs> and I'm like, "What is going on?" Which it, it's a reference to, I think it's a play. Which it's, "We don't need no stinking badges." Oh. Is is the original quote. Which I didn't know. I, was like, I had to look into that because yeah. I thought it was so funny. I had to research into it. I didn't know either. Yeah. Well, damn. Yep. Yep. He does his homework, doesn't he? Yeah, he parodies stuff real well. Shit. <laughs> we think we're movie nerds and stuff, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird yep. Uh, but what was that? There was like a Jerry Springer show he had. Do you remember that? Oh, where there was like a neo-Nazi lesbian and yeah, and ra- yeah. Uh, Klu Klux Klan guy and something else. That was kind of like a really kind of like unexpected like joke <laughs> in a Weird yeah. Al movie. <laughs> Just be like a Nazi being in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's like a ton of other like things to describe them. <laughs> I don't think it was a, he, the Nazi was a lesbian, though. I thought the lesbian was something. There was like some, coming up on the next show. Um, then there was, I can't remember there, that. Lesbians were mentioned, though. Yeah, lesbians were mentioned. Um, yeah, and then there was Milo's science um, TV show, which I don't really remember much of. Do you? Any notes on that? Um, no, but I thought he was really cool. And at the end, yeah. where it's re- spoilers, where it's revealed that he comes from out of space and he's an actual alien. Yeah, that yeah. was cool. I liked that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Did he like get beamed up like in Star Trek? Um, first he kind of transformed his face. And then... Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then he kind of gets a beamed or whatever. He I'm goes trying to think of other movie reference. I can, I can think of the mashed potatoes from Encounters of a Third Kind. Oh, that's what that reference was. Was that when it was yeah. at his girlfriend's house and he just made... Yeah. I don't... What was the shape of the potato? Oh, it like, looked what did he like do? a... It looked like... A volcano, but cut in half. And he was like, this means something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I guess that... Well, that's what happened in the original movie. So maybe it wasn't... It was just him copying that. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, Yeah. Because, I mean, in the movie, Third third Close Encounters, it's um, Devil's Peak, I think it's called. And that's what it looks like. It's in Wyoming, I think. Yeah. And that's where, like, the the aliens are, I believe. Yeah. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen that one. Have you seen that? Close Encounters of the Third Oh, Kind? not since I was a kid. Yeah. I used to watch it a lot. Um, what else you got in your notes? 
Ooh, Conan the Librarian. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Where he's just chopping random people in the library. Was someone, like, trying to talk and he was like, no talking? Yeah, no talking. And then just swings his sword and cuts the person's yeah. arm off. What was the, the, like, one guy had, like, late fees due? Yes, yeah. This And he's like, I'm sorry. This is a little late. And he's, and he's like, no apologies. And just kills him right on the spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Conan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought the cameraman, the big black guy, he was really cool. <laughs> like, just, he was like the one sane character. He kind of That was, was just like, yeah. anytime they panned to him, he was just like, his eyes were very like wide open and was like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. This is not normal. Uh... Except, isn't there one scene where he's eating a giant cheeseburger? Um, I remember him eating a sandwich. He puts it on top of the camera, and he's just, you know, panning the camera forwards while Weird Al is doing his show, and he's just standing there like, oh, God. (laughs) And then there's Stanley Spadowski's Funhouse. Yes. Who wants to get the marble and the oatmeal? (laughs) I think that's how to do it. Um, I oh. just remember them putting a random kid in the pool of Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, who wants to drink from the water hose? Oh, Fire hose. <laughs> and then, life is like a mop. Oh, the mop situation. Yeah, he loved that mop. Yeah. You really? Yeah. Um, but then, the I think everyone's favorite TV show is Wheel of Fish. <laughs> The Wheel of Fortune parody, where it's his, like, karate studio neighbor is the host, Cooney. And I think he's a parody of uh, the guy from The Karate Kid. Um, oh, what's his name? Oh. Uh, um, the teacher. Yeah. Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. And he, like, talks with, like, that kind of, like, Asian very asian voice i guess or like stereotypical asian voice where he's just like oh (laughs) oh but it's like but like even more like the craziest (laughs) and then it's just this wheel with fish tied onto it and this lady's like i'll spin the wheel and like someone spins it for her and he's like, and it lands on a red snapper. And of course, he's like, oh, red snapper. Very tasty. <laughs> Very tasty. Uh, and then, do you want a red snapper? Or, or do you want to see what's in the box? And like, this guy, his co-worker, <laughs> brings over like this, bo- this mystery box. Ooh. And like, and the whole audience is like freaking out. And then she's <laughs> finally like, I'll take the box. I'll take the box. And of course, there's nothing in the box. So stupid! You get nothing! Nothing! <laughs> stupid! Oh, God, this yeah. movie. Was there any parts where you were like, alright, this needs to move along, or like you're kind of getting bored? No, that was another thing. I was not bored. All throughout that movie, it entertained me. 
every minute. Mm-hmm. It wasn't slow, didn't have a pacing situation. I just, I enjoyed so much of that movie. It was so much fun. Did you watch, did you, you said you were going to watch it two times, did you? Get no, I wanted to, but I got so tired and I was like, no, yeah. I want to actually sit down and watch this when I'm not tired. So, yeah. fresh on my yeah, mind, yeah, yeah. I watched it yeah. yesterday. Oh, you, so you did watch it a second time? No, no, no. I watched them oh, back you watched back. Oh, uh, okay. And that was yesterday? Mm-hmm. I thought it was the day before. I guess it doesn't matter. I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Now I'm starting to doubt myself. Oh, I, I think it was yesterday. Uh, yeah, it was yesterday. I'm sorry. It's okay. That Not that it matters. No. Um. So the ending is him, his, like, evil the evil network company is trying to take over his uhf station yep and they need to raise like fifty thousand dollars um and then everyone seventy five thousand and like the whole town comes together um and then stanley spodowski gets kidnapped oh the poor janitor yeah and he like has this bag bag over his head (laughs) I love anchovies on pizza. Sometimes yeah. I just have anchovies on my pizza because it tastes yep. really fishy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Him and his mop. I know. Saved the day. Oh, it was very cute. Yeah. And then... Uh, trying to... Do they get married at the end? No, but they get back together. Uh, okay. Weird Al and his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts about it? Um. Oh, I really actually I really liked his Stallone impression. Not with him wearing the mm. Rambo stuff, but when he actually did the voice of right. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> I was so amazed. Yeah. Yeah. I always like that one joke where he's like shooting. There's like 10 guys and he's shooting them. Like bullets are going crazy. And then it shows the 10 guys and they all just fall over at once. <laughs> yeah, the hell. <laughs> just before they that get back into me the out. helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then that one guy that was like. Didn't he keep on getting closer to him or something? And he's still just, like, plainly missing? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he, and then Weird Al exploded him with just one (laughs) gunshot. Yeah, yeah, it was like, like, was it even a gunshot? I thought it was like... No, it sounded kind of like a bazooka or something. It wasn't a gunshot. Yeah. But he had a gun in his hand, so... <laughs> oh, it probably was then. Yeah, I don't know. But this is a wacky movie, so... Yeah. yeah. Ooh! Ooh, ooh, ooh! This was another one. It was very. It was a very subtle joke, but I, I loved it. When uh, the karate guy comes with his gang of uh, karate guys... <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Supplies! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> the supply closet. Oh, I was in stitches. Oh, there was tears streaming down my face. <laughs> it was a very small, subtle joke, but god yeah. damn did it make me slap my knee. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Um Oh, I got very excited and was rooting for them when they got all the money. I raised my arms in the air and was nice. like, "Yeah, I was, I was really cheering for them." Uh, Red Rum randomly just got his finger and said, "Red Rum," when he got caught out trying to save Stanley. <laughs> yeah, I kind of remember what. What was he at? Like, so Stanley was kidnapped. Yeah. And he came. And who's. To... And Weird Al came and he was saying red rum. Yeah, he just said it like once or twice with, yeah. with his finger. I think I do remember that now yeah. that you're saying that. I didn't expect it whatsoever, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. It's a crowd pleaser. Yes. Red rum. <laughs> red rum. Uh, but no, yeah, that's that's all in my notes. The old lady kneeing the guy in the balls was cool too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's it for my notes. Alright. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's move on to the next movie, being John Malkovich. is is a totally different non-comedy movie. Oh my god, this, yeah, I'm really glad I watched this last. This is a movie where there's really no description, I think, I feel like. I mean... I what I realized how oh this made me feel really old even though we're only in our twenties we're super young. Um, yeah. When I realized that this movie oh, going back to UHF this was the year that Nicholas was born nineteen eighty nine yeah. I thought that was rather special. Yeah, what? Um, yeah, just like The Simpsons. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, The Simpsons. When they got their own show, they were a thing before '89 when they were on the Tracy Ullman show. Yeah, yeah. So, but damn, that's a very yeah. significant. I was idea. born, and then a couple months later, Simpsons first aired. Shit, you might even say, "Thank you, Nick, for bringing us so much joy in the world." <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks, Nick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, um, being John Malkovich didn't come out in '89. No, came out. In- but why did it make you feel old? It came out in '99, I think it is. Yeah, oh God, it was even it was a year before them. Uh, I thought it was in 2000, but uh, it was 19 years ago. Well, I'm double checking right now. Oh Lord, I should have already been prepared. <laughs> it's all right. Yep, 99. Oh, God. I... What made you feel old? Just that it came out a while ago? Yeah, like, quite some time ago. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, being John Malkovich, there is no describing this movie. When I watched the trailer yeah. years ago, which I, th- by years, I thought was 2006's came out, but it was not. <laughs> uh,. <laughs> It just doesn't t- uh, touch what this movie is about. This movie is yeah. so... Uh, 
I don't know where to begin. The IMDB page says, A puppeteer discovers a portal that leads literally into the head of the movie star John Malkovich. This puppeteer, who is played by John Cusack, mm-hmm. is like, like his dream is just to be a puppeteer. Yeah. Um. And at first, it's like, okay, this guy really likes puppets. What's up with that? <laughs> and and his girlfriend, played by Cameron Diaz, is like trying to be supportive. Yeah. But also like, uh gotta be we realistic money. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so he gets a job be- because of that or he tries to and he goes to a job interview um and it's like in between floors <laughs> the elevator doesn't even open up to the floor he has to like crawl out of the the elevator and like crouch down which i i still don't really understand why that is no neither did i um so but I don't know if he got the job. He did. But he he found the poor he like he found this small door that had like a tunnel in it. Mm-hmm. And it was behind something. It, I was, behind what it was behind a giant file. file okay, thing. yeah. Yeah. What made him move that? Oh, he dropped a um some papers behind there and he had oh, to move okay. the file cabinet and yeah. found that there was a something weird in the wall he removed it and then yeah that was so yeah he starts climbing down this tunnel which is filled with mud <laughs> for some Why? reason and then at some point it just becomes like this slide and he can't he's not in control and he like falls through yep and then he's just in like what i can describe as like a first person video game where you're in someone's head <laughs> yes and it's movie star John Malkovich. So did they did we did they tell you if it was John Malkovich the first time he did it? Oh, um was it just him walking around? I don't this remember. This is the thing about it. I think we didn't know until we saw the reflection. And that was moments okay, before he right. f- like went back. Yeah. To yeah. his actual body. Um that he can't control John Malkovich. I think he could just watch at that point. Yeah. Uh, um, but later on, he keeps on going back. And every every time more, he gets more control over John Malkovich. And he becomes his puppet. Mm-hmm. His literal puppet. Yeah. Um, so he tells his, his uh, girlfriend about it. And his... Where does... Um, What's her name? The other girl. Maxine. Maxine come into play. I don't was she the she wasn't the boss, was she? No, but she works she alongside was, him. Yeah, she's like a co worker of John Malkovich. Yeah. But she's like John Malkovich. Oh no 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 no, no, no not, not John, John Malkovich. Mal- at the office. John Cusack. Yeah. Yeah, John Cusack, the puppeteer. He like has a thing for this girl, even though he's with Cameron Diaz. Which is Catherine... so random. Like she, Maxine, played by Catherine Keener, like is this very sassy, like wants nothing to do with the puppeteer, and like I think it's that's the reason maybe he was into it because he's just like oh she doesn't want me so I have to earn it or something maybe I don't know, and 
How did she find out about the tunnel? He told her. Okay, that's what I thought. And did did she go through first, or did Cameron Diaz go through first? I think Cameron. Yeah, Cameron Diaz did, but Maxine never did. Uh, Lottie. We should call them by the. Yeah, Lottie. Yeah. And so Lottie's in in John Malkovich, and she's really digging it. Mm. She loves it. And then she's having thoughts that maybe she's transgender now (laughs) because she enjoyed it so much. And somehow Maxine starts getting with John Malkovich. Yeah. I don't remember how that happened. It was random. She randomly called him and didn't even tell... Um, John Cusack's character about hooking up with him because he obviously was interested in Maxine, but Maxine was just like, yeah, this guy's a weenie. I'm not gonna waste my time on this guy. So she goes with John Malkovich. But did she have sex with John Malkovich while um, Puppeteer was in his head? No, that was Lottie. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Lottie's in the head of John Malkovich while Maxine is having sex with him. Yep. And she has, like, the best sex of her life. Both of them do, yeah. Yeah. And I think Maxine is like, oh, am I lesbian now? Well... I don't know. I don't think she was questioning her sexuality whatsoever. She's just very fluent. But yeah. Lottie was more like, am I transgender? Am I a lesbian? What yeah. is this? Do I want to become a man? Or am I just both? So, John Cusack only does the, the intelligent thing of locking her in a dog crate. It was a monkey crate. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was a monkey crate, yeah, wasn't it? with the poor chimp, but... Cause, cause Lottie wouldn't stop going into John Malkovich's head. Yeah, yeah. And then at some point they start selling tickets to it, so all these people are going through John Malkovich's head. Two hundred dollars a pop. Yeah. Damn, well, that's a lot. It's a special thing. Yeah. And then John Malkovich finds out. Yes, he freaks the fuck out. He freaks out, and then he's like, "I want to go into the tunnel." <laughs> and they're like, oh, we don't know if you can. Like, we don't know what happens if you go into your own head. Yeah. And what were you, when he went through the tunnel, like, did you expect anything? I thought we were just going to go through his memories, but it turns out that everybody just is Malkovich. Yeah. And right, all yeah. they ever say is Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. <laughs> and on when right. he's in a restaurant... All there is on the menu is Makovich. Yeah. I I think I did think it was gonna be something like um like maybe he would die. <laughs> that too, that was a that was in the back of my mind as well. I was like, well, like is this him going was... into it. Yeah, like this... stuck in like a loop. Yeah. His own little kind of Yeah. Hell. But only one person could go through it at one time, right? Or did they never clarify that? I don't think they did, because at the end, spoilers, uh, all those old people go in at once to 
you know, yeah, to go into the body and make it their own. And that's how they right. live forever. So, <sighs> I'm not trying to think of how this movie even ended. Do you, how did it end? Lottie and Maxine are together. They raise the kid. The old okay, people take yeah. over Malkovich's body. Uh, John Cusack's character. Well, he's he gets nothing. There's apps. Everything he built up when he was in John's yeah. body has just gone. All the money, all the popularity, his puppeteer yeah. show, all right. gone, all taken from him, and he's miserable again. But then again, wasn't he miserable throughout the whole entire thing? Yeah, he just pretty much. Didn't have enough. He kept wanting more and more and more. Yeah, he was always like looking for satisfaction, but could yes. never find it. Nope, he couldn't get the validation he truly needed. Yeah. And I think once he saw, like, he wanted validation from Maxine the most, yeah, because she was the most stubborn. Mm-hmm. But Maxine was not mm-hmm. into giving it to him. Have you seen the movie Get Out? Yeah. Oh, is that the one? My brother and his girlfriend Phoebe really love that movie. It's kind of like a thriller horror thing. Yeah, and in Get Out, there is also mind control stuff in it. Yes. And Catherine Keener is also in that movie, so there is a fan theory that being John Malkovich and Get Out take place in the same universe. Oh God, that's fucking yeah. Yeah. I mean, what did you get from all of this? Uh, the first time I saw it and I finished it, it was definitely one of those movies that was like, yeah, I think that was good. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and I probably rated it like an eight. Mm. But then time went on and I kept on thinking about the movie. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, yeah, this is pretty great. So I changed it to a nine. Oh. And then I started reading some, like, fan theories, what they thought about it. And I know there are theories about why the the elevator gets off halfway through, but I forget. And movies that make me want to, like, research what other people think about it like kind of like david lynch movies where it's just like what just happened i need i need more clarification on what other people think yeah yeah i just want i want to see if i'm missing something here um those types of movies and now it's a 10 on my mdp imdb page um because i kept on thinking about it and then i rewatched it recently couple months ago and there was just it what these movies where it's like a lot goes on the second time watching them is very like you kind of just doing background work Mm -hmm. like you're just like paying attention to like not like minor details you're trying to figure out like because you already know what's coming yeah so you're already you can just pay more attention to maybe things you missed. Yeah. And Charlie Sheen's in this movie trying to help. Oh my god. John Malkovich. That. Yeah. It was kind of weird because 
So he went. He had. He was very popular in 2012. That's when he would had that whole like I'm winning speech. Winning he was very popular. Yeah, and like he had that show Two and a Half Men, mm-hmm. and then when I saw Being John Malkovich, it was 2016, possibly 17, and it was Charlie Sheen, and I was like, oh. I haven't heard about him in a while. And I was like, that's right. He was an actor. Yes. (laughs) And. Still is. Yeah. Well, has he been anything lately? He was in a TV show last year, but that ended. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And I was just. I was just like, oh, yeah, he was someone. And then I feel like that in every charlie sheen movie now that i watch (laughs) especially like wall street and like the comedy movies he did back in the 80s like hot shots Mm -hmm. i'm just like yeah why was this guy i blame i don't i don't i guess i don't really know too much about him yeah so maybe that's my problem where i'm just like like my idea of charlie sheen was from like the public's opinion and like i only heard bits and pieces so i kind of just like oh yeah that guy does a lot of drugs and he's very like cocky but i never disliked him i i don't have any reason to dislike him and well i don't know how what what did you think of the whole movie God. Mm-hmm. Well, in conclusion, I thought it was an absolute mind fuck, and mm-hmm. insecurities are absolutely pointless. Yeah. It just makes you really. Why do you, why do you say that though? Um, because he was very insecure, wasn't it? He? he was so insecure about his marriage and his side relationship with Maxine. He was like, Maxine, I love you. I actually love you. And she just didn't want to know. And Lottie ended up falling in love with Maxine. And uh, John Malkovich, he was just like, you're insane. Why do you want to be me? Because John Malkovich brings prospect and the possibility that he can be successful and can actually do what he loves because on his own he's getting punched in the face uh for his art as it's seen as being perverted this is the beginning of the movie yeah um yeah i wrote that down uh it's the performance uh his favorite performance with his puppet um, I can't remember what he calls it, but it's this very moving piece where there's ballet, there's real, really good action with the puppet. Cause, mm-hmm. And then you see him perform with the strings and stuff. And yeah. it's it's a really beautiful piece of art. And I, I feel so sorry for him in that respect, because... A lot of artists don't get recognized or the support they need to be successful and get that get their voice out there. 
So in yeah. that respect, I felt so sorry for the main character. But at the end of it, I was like, well, what do you think was going to happen? You yeah. went to so many extremes, even though you didn't have to. You tried to have it all. Yeah. And now you have nothing. Exactly. He ended up with absolutely nothing. Well, what did you think about Lottie becoming a lesbian? <laughs> I kept that. So I kept that a secret from Jasmine. I only thing I really told her about being John Malkovich is that I really liked it, and Cameron Diaz, which is in it, which um I found out is she's you like Cameron Diaz, don't you? I do quite a bit. I used to yeah. really, really have a big crush on her. I mean, I still think she's attractive, but I don't have a massive crush on her like I used to. Yeah. But so when you had a crush on her. Was it the Cameron Diaz from the 90s? Yes. There's something about yeah. Mary and Charlie's Angels. The mask. The mask. Oh, my God. She was so beautiful in the mask. Um, she's still beautiful now. Um, yeah. Well, she's, she looks... She's more butch in this, in jo being John Malkovich, yeah, wouldn't you say? Yeah, but she was very, very attractive as well. Yeah, she's still very pretty, but mm. it was just like a different... Um, role for her. It was. I, like. I loved it. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think I've seen her. Oh, maybe she has done movies like that where they're more serious. But I think like every movie I've seen with her, it's more like on the comedy side. Mm. It was well. I like. Um, I think my two favorite. I actually love her in this movie, but. Before I saw this movie, my favorite Cameron Diaz uh, movie was Vanilla Sky, which is hard to believe because I don't like Tom Cruise. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember her in Vanilla Sky. She was fucking crazy in Vanilla Sky. Oh, my God. It was... She was very obsessive and possessive of Tom Cruise's character. Oh, yeah. She was the cause of the whole... What, spoilers. Uh, whole accident and why he has to have the reconstruction on his face. And oh, yeah. It was, it was really fucked up. But this is your new favorite Cameron Diaz role? Yes, it is! And not is because... It no, not oh. because she ends up <laughs> being a lesbian. But it was no. just so different and so this movie was really well filmed i love it yeah um the director spike jones yes is very good he like is. i find i like a i think most of his movies um her is one i really like and oh, let me see here what else did he do he did he did a lot of music videos. <laughs> yeah, he he has. He's done. Yeah. Um her <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, Is this I wish this from, was easier. I, to... I can't rem I think I'm getting it mixed up with another Spike Jones. But he did uh Jackass stuff. Yeah, he, he. This is same Spike Jones. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which is again very different from what this was. Yeah, I feel like that's the type of person, like I would be. Yeah. If I was like very like, I would be into stuff like Jackass, mm -hmm. but then you would see me do like a very serious, yeah. complicated movie. 
this was complicated. Yeah. I think it's more... Um, while Spike Jones did a very good job, the writer was Charlie Kaufman. Mm-hmm. And he's done um, Schenectady, New York, and uh, Internal Sunshine of Spotless Mind, which I know you didn't like. No, I uh, liked it. It was it just wasn't that great. Yeah. And he did Adaptation, um, which actually, Adaptation is another good movie that has to do with screenwriting, and Nicolas's Cage character actually visits the no god is being cage john mal yeah nicholas cage is great in this movie um <laughs> i like nicholas cage I, he gets a bad rap now but he's been in some really good movies mm. and this is a serious role for him have you seen con air uh when i was a kid so in adaptation, he's a screenwriter, and he actually goes to the set of being John Malkovich, and like sees John Cusack and everyone. Oh damn! And it like intertwines movies. Hmm. Yep. Oh, uh, so when she became a lesbian, and you found out, were you like, it was a trick all along? <laughs> <laughs> I was scammed. No, I was into th- watching this. No, I wasn't scammed. I loved it. I love this movie just as much as the one before. What? UHF. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, what's your What's your overall rating out of ten for both movies? Yeah. Ooh, solid eights. Solid eights. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Mm. Really good. I mean, they're solid tens for me. <laughs> but like you had, ju- you just saw being John Malkovich yesterday, yeah. and that's how I became. I was like, yeah, it's an eight for sure. Yeah. And then I kept on thinking about it, which I probably I like, will. And I'll watch it again, and I'll be like, nah, I'm gonna give this a. Now I'm like thinking, like, why are the elevators getting off at the half <laughs> floor, like? There must be a theory on that. There is. Or did they mention it? Did they? I know they mentioned it. They obviously. did. It was a terrible explanation, but that's not yeah. the reason why. Because Maxie was like, that's not the reason why this is a half. Yeah. Because there, there was a short film about it, about this woman uh, being a munchkin. She was like, in all, in all my life, I've been in rooms that don't cater to my needs and so this guy made a half floor because of her oh yeah i kind of yeah yeah, it's not it's not how it was (laughs) it was cut it was probably cutting down cost of having that floor maybe i don't know maybe that old that short woman was John Malkovich's mother. Oh, God. And she gave birth to him through that tunnel. Oh, what did you think of his childhood? Christ. Mm, I don't remember much. Uh, maybe I shouldn't refresh that... either. Mm. <laughs> A lot of disturbing get... things. Yeah, didn't he get beat up or something? Yeah. You're got... talking about John Malkovich? Yeah, or... John Malkovich. Yeah. Well, the character in this movie. Yeah. John Malkovich. But, um... And his, his parents were very mean to him, weren't they? 
yeah, and he watched them having sex as well. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, that happened. Um, mm. And his girlfriend went in the college years, dumped him because he was really creepy. Um, and he got... There was a basement scene when he was a kid. And he was sitting alone in the chair, rocking back and forth, saying, I did a bad thing, 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 I did a bad thing. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. When did this... Ha- who did... John Cusack go through the tunnel and that happened? Or were there flashbacks? Um, I think it was a bit of... Oh, God, now that I'm... I can't remember. It was like a bit of... Yeah, actually, it was was him... Getting out of John Malkovich's mind. I think that was the scene. Mm -hmm. And we just, you know, go through the flashes of his memory. Childhood and adulthood and stuff. But there's probably just the movie showing us, like, they've built up John Malkovich as this idealistic character. When really everyone, he's just as yeah, fucked up as everybody else. Right. Exactly. Mm. John Malkovich was also in Con Air. God. <laughs> just saying. He's in a lot of movies, same as his sister. What's his sister's name? I'm podcasting. Um, Joan Cusack. They were both in Sixteen oh, Candles. They've been in a lot of okay. movies. Thought we were talking about Malkovich. Oh no, no. Yeah, Malkovich was in Con Air, not jo- not um John Cusack. John Cusack. <laughs> All right, I think that wraps up our slider. Yes. What do you think we should watch next? Well you recommending or me recommending you stuff but then again you've watched a lot of stuff that i've recommended so that you've what recommended yeah you've watched a lot of stuff that's true well i like a lot of movies that i watch are because people recommend them to me mm. i usually don't like i don't know i guess i'm like i I'm, it's very weird how I watch movies, I think. Because, like, sometimes I, like, get into this deep thought of, like, do I even enjoy movies? <laughs> or really? am I just watch watching them to please others? Because Aww. you know how there's, like, a movie you haven't seen and, some, and it's someone's favorite movie and they freak out? Um... Like, I, I always hate that, like, feeling like causing that to people. Oh, oh, next. So I tr- that's why I try to watch everything. Oh, don't feel guilty. I don't feel guilty. I just would rather be able to talk about it. Oh. Feel like I'm missing out. Oh, FOMO. Yeah, FOMO. Yeah. FOMO. 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 But sometimes I purposely watch strange stuff or like unknown stuff just so I can have some individuality (laughs) (laughs) we all do that nick yeah all right that's it we're done here (laughs) hit and stop all right i'm pressing stop